NPR. This is the Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. I'm Waylon Wong. And you know what's hotter than a leather car seat in the late August sun? Oh, I don't know. A frying egg on an Arizona sidewalk? Oh, yeah. That would definitely be hotter. But also a late summer Indicator quiz. That's right. It's the Indicator quiz. So hot at the moment. And as always, the questions in the quiz are based on the economic ideas we've touched on in previous episodes of the Indicator. Everybody can play along, but there can be only one lucky person to play the quiz with us. So let's bring out our contestant. Hi, my name is Bernard Chavez, and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Hey, Bernard. And what do you do there in New York? Well, I work in uh, security in a rather large cultural institution. Uh, I think you've heard of it, the Museum of Modern Art, MoMA. I have been there many times. Okay. How much of your job is telling people not to touch stuff? A lot. And uh, sometimes it becomes annoying, but, you know, (laughs) it's part of the deal. Well, we're going to learn a little bit more about you and your work later in the show. But for now, thank you for coming on to the Indicator Quiz. So today's quiz, all of our questions have a connection to the Internet. So, Bernard, how do you think you're going to do? I think I'm going to pass with spectacular grades. Yes, that is the attitude we love to see. And we're going to find out after the break. This message comes from KPMG. The people at KPMG make the difference for their clients. Talented teams leveraging the right technology to uncover insights that illuminate opportunity. KPMG teams together with their clients, working shoulder to shoulder to help grow and transform their enterprise. Are you ready to make the difference together? Go to visit.kpmg.us slash transformation to learn more. What's happening on NPR Podcasts? Money. Power. Tacos. White collar crime. Green parties. Black reparations. More of the perspectives that make your world a more vibrant place. NPR Podcasts. More voices, all ears. Find NPR wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Yahoo Finance. Think you've done it all when it comes to your financial future? Take those investments to the next level with Yahoo Finance. Whether you're a seasoned investor or are looking for that extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. Okay, it's the Indicator Quiz, and we've got our contestant, Bernard. Hello again. Hello again. And Darian is here to be your partner, just in case you need a little help or encouragement. Thank you, Darian. All right, are you two ready to go? Let's do it. Okay, this one is a multiple choice. The Federal Trade Commission, under President Biden, has been under scrutiny for looking more aggressively at mergers and acquisitions than previous administrations. Critics say the FTC should return to following which standard to pursue cases. Your choices are the adverse antitrust standard, the consumer welfare standard, or the competitive reduction standard. Well, you couldn't have made it easier. I'm being facetious. Um, (laughs) C sounds wrong. Number three sounds wrong. I'm going to go with adverse antitrust standard. Ah. Oh, we threw a lot of jargon your way, and the the correct answer was the consumer welfare standard. So in a recent episode, 
we learn that the standard holds that business should be permitted to go out and grow through acquisitions as they see fit unless the deal is likely to hurt consumers. So that was our our jargon-laden FTC question. We're now going to move on to a true or false question. True or false? In a market with network effects, we value the product more when people use it. I'm going to say that's true. Yay! Yes, the answer is true. On a recent episode about Threads and X, formerly known as Twitter, we heard the success of Threads as a replacement for X will depend on whether people gravitate towards the platform and can find people and content about the things they like and find interesting. Okay, We did an episode recently on what we would put in our fantasy museum of the economy. Our guest, Tim Harford, said he'd put in a hydraulic computer built after the Second World War by New Zealand economist Bill Phillips. So what was the name of his hydraulic computer? Was it Monyak? Was it the Equilibrium Tank? Was it the Chromium 500? Or was it the Hydrolator? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with Monyak. That is correct. It's the Monyak. The comeback is coming. I can feel it. I told you I listened to this show. <laughs> Even that one I had, I had forgotten. But yeah, Phillips designed the machine to demonstrate in a visual way the circular flow of money within the economy. Well, let's take a break so we can get to know you a little bit more. Sure thing. So I've mentioned that I love going to MoMA and seeing all the art there, but I hear you're not the world's biggest fan of art, but yet you're surrounded by it all the time. Well, here's the deal. I will admit to the fact that the first time I walked into MoMA was the day I started working there. Okay. But uh, for me, and this is just for me, the highest form of art that I can appreciate and would love to see is the New York Jets winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Another form of art. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I pray that we get that this year. And, and is there a piece of art there that has grown on you? I will admit that um, I'm fascinated by Starry Night. Mm, Van Gogh's Starry Night, yeah. Uh, yes, simply because I've come in contact with so many people that come from all over the world just to see that one painting. There was a lady from Morocco she got down on her hands and knees in front of the painting and she started crying. I said, are you okay? She said, you don't understand. My life is complete now. I can go to heaven. I have seen this painting with my own two eyes. My goodness. And, and, I, and I get it because that's how I'm going to be if the Jets win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Your personal starry night. There you go. Well, let's get back to the quiz. Waylon and I are going to switch roles now. So I will ask the questions and Waylon will be your partner. Are you ready? Cool. Let's do it. All right. So who has passed draft legislation to regulate artificial intelligence? The U.S., the European Union, Japan, or none of the above? Hmm. I think I'm going to ask Waylon for some guidance on this one. Okay. So my guidance is the artists, Salvador Dali and Claude Monet, Vincent van Gogh, they would hail from this place. Well, then I guess I'm going to have to say the European Union. 
Very good. So the answer is the European Union. The Draft Artificial Intelligence Act would ban live facial recognition. It would ban predictive policing. And it would require AI companies to disclose where they trained their models, among other proposals. And speaking of artificial intelligence, we have a question on how AI may affect our jobs. We recently did an episode on a new study on AI's impact on productivity. So after a call center started using a virtual AI assistant to help employees with customer interactions, the researchers found what exactly? That the employees were less productive with AI? That the employees were more productive with AI? Or that employee productivity was unchanged with AI? I'm going to say it has a passive effect. I think it's unchanged. Sorry to say. No. Ah. The answer is that they found, in this case, with a call center, employees were more productive. Hmm. And here is our final question. Earlier this year, we did an episode on the underwater data cables that help move the internet around the world. What decade did the first transatlantic telegraph cable between Britain and the U.S. get laid down? So we've got a few potential answers. The first is 1850s or the 1920s, the 1950s or the 1980s. Okay. Waylon, I'm going to have to come to you for some help again. Yeah, I would say that the decade is probably much earlier than you would think. When I first learned about this, it was way more steampunk than I had anticipated. Uh Uh-huh. Well, in that case, I guess I'm going to say the 1850s. Another correct answer. Very good effort. Amazing comeback. Four out of six. Not bad. Four out of six ain't bad. (laughs) Not at all. Well, that's it for Indicator Quiz. For playing, we are going to send you a pair of NPR socks. I hope they match your security guard uniform. I don't know if you're allowed to have, like, personal flair on the job. That's the one thing we're allowed to do. We're allowed to wear whatever kind of socks we want. Amazing. All right. Well, you've got some new socks coming your way. Bernard Chavez of New York, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It was great. Are you interested in being a contestant in our next Indicator quiz? Email your name and phone number to indicator at npr.org. Put Indicator quiz in the subject line. Again, that's indicator at npr.org. This show was produced by senior producers Viet Le and Julia Ritchie with engineering by James Willits. It was fact-checked by Sarah Juarez and edited by Kate Cannon. The Indicator is a production of NPR. Hey, it's Aisha Roscoe from NPR's Up First podcast. I'm one of thousands of NPR Network voices coming to you from over 200 local newsrooms across the country. We bring all Americans closer together through free and independent journalism, music, politics, culture, and so much more. The NPR Network. What you hear changes everything. Learn more at npr.org slash network. From your car radio to your smart speaker, NPR meets you where you are in a lot of different ways. Now we're in your pocket. Download the NPR app today. Big news stories don't always break on your schedule. But with the NPR app, news, culture, and podcasts are ready when you want them. In your pocket. Download the NPR app today.